welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This show is designed to give you actionable and practical approaches which will improve your management skill and give you the results you need. Now make sure you've taken the time to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and share it because, as ever, it costs you nothing to pass on a positive message. Now, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Now, I know it sounds simple to control what's in your control. There can't be anything more basic than that. If your manager's is an ops rule, then surely you're there to design and make sure the basics are done right. Yeah, I know, maybe the short answer to all this is, yes, you should be controlling it, but it's surprising how many people don't control the things that they can control and try to control the stuff that's well out of their remit. If you think of uh, a business that's sometimes going through a lots of change, they're always guessing and second-guessing what others are doing outside their remit. Is the competition doing this? Are the competitors doing that? Without really any basis of what's going on. Now, some have some fancy marketing information and invest in the best reports, but a lot, it becomes a guess. And what they really should be doing is looking at the stuff that they can control and getting the best at that. So, what's the first thing that pops in your head when you're an ops kind of manager when it looks about what you can control? Well, I'm sure you're all shouting at the uh, at the MP3 wireless on radio, obviously showing me age there. You're shouting cost. Because the biggest area that you're going to face and going to get the heat for, if you don't do it right, in any operation-based role is going to be around costs. So let's look at some actionable tips that you should be looking at when it looks at the costs of your business. And I'm not going to look at the idea of capital investment, return on investment, you know, all those kind of fancy financial words. What we're going to do is some basic, boil it down, actionable things that you can take away. So first thing to look at, overtime. Now I'm talking about overtime, not just on the weekends, but in the week. It's surprising how much overtime slips in without you really knowing as an ops manager. Now you've got to trust your teams to be able to control it. And that's why cost control needs to go all the way through your teams. But there is a point where you need to take a look and make sure that the cost controls are there. So when you've got weekend work on, is it really needed? Should you be doing that weekend work? When you've got people coming in to cover the odd shift here and there, are they actually needed? Could you get away with the work that you're running not to have that person in? Second part to look at, sickness control. So look at your sickness absences and look at how much that percentage has affected the way that you're working. Sometimes you'll see that the overtime is there to cover the sickness and that is, is going to happen. We've just come through COVID. It's still around, but there's going to be a level of sickness that means that you may need overtime. But just watch your sickness and what actions are being taken to drive down the sickness. A lot of the sickness percentage will be long-term sick. So how do you get that long-term sick out of the equation? Because it's surprising how much the odd person who's been off for a week, two weeks, soon becomes a month, soon becomes three months, that person might not ever return. And that is another separate cast around how you manage those absences. But realistically, you've got to look at your absence and control it. Headcount. A big thing to look at around cost is headcounts. Do you need everyone? Now, I don't mean that in a nasty way. You really got to take a look at the way that sometimes you get a spread. You get this creep of 
of bodies. And one of the businesses I worked at, they'd bring in extra agency because they knew that the machine wouldn't work just in case people are called them we'll bring those people in just in case it stops working now that's not getting to any root cause as a manager your root cause should be fixing the problem not bringing extra people just in case and that leads me on to my next point if you're in a business that uses agency make sure that you're using those agency when and where you really need them don't have them there all the time and make sure that you're if you're running a certain product that doesn't need them, that you're dropping them out. And other people at the end of the day, but within agency workers are there to be flexible. And those costs just creep in all the time. And that means that obviously you'll end up carrying those agencies as a standard. So you've got your headcount above and then you've got your agencies on top. Then it's down to things like machine reliability. Things like your overall equipment of effectiveness and your downtime can really hit your costs. Because obviously if you can finish the work earlier, and not run into overtime the weekend, that's a much better place to be. But it's surprising how much we forget around reliability and machines being a big driver of cost. And as I mentioned earlier, the just-in-case people, some of those extras can be there without you really knowing them in the headcount, but there can also be things that become systematically there in admin roles. So you end a load of admin areas that have been built up over the years that realistically, when you look at it now with the technologies and the processes you've got, are they there for a real reason or are they just being carried? So you need to have a look at those just-in-case and extras that have been putting them on. Now, one of the things that your commercial people and salespeople always talk about is this idea of having a forecast. And they'll give you a forecast that says, we are going to make this much volume on this day. Now, to be fair to those guys, if you're talking about commercial where you're in a retail environment, you don't really know who's going to come in, who's going to buy. But the volume drives um, in into the factories the actual amount of labour and availability of machineries. So if your forecast accuracy and sales accuracy is miles away, then you end up with a point where you're going to have real problems in the future so you're going to try to get that focus accuracy as much as you can near as you can to what you need without it you'll end up with extra labor and without the volume to soak that labor up you end up with extra costs and one thing that's really big at the minute is the idea of utilities and energy and the cost of that now there's a couple of ways of handling that um, main one is going to be around over usage so is it under control are you running things when you should be running them or actually you're keeping things going when they shouldn't be surprising when you're in a business how different it is to somebody's house somebody's house the lights will be turned on off as soon as they walk out of a door they'll be shutting the door behind them they're closing the windows they're keeping the heat under control at work doesn't seem to seem to go out the window every light's on every machine's running every conveyor's going i worked in a business once where i came in on a monday morning and the conveyor had been running all weekend because no one had bothered turning it off on the friday and no one had even bothered checking through the weekend so it just churned away and those costs are obviously going to hit your bottom line when you talk about it if you just look at some of the cost mechanisms you've got in there, you've got direct costs and indirect costs. So what are those two people will say? Well, the traditional model of this is your direct costs are the people who actually make the product and send it out the door. So you normally your operators, your warehouse people, your, your cleaners. In the old days, those were the weekly paid kind of guys. Your agency usually goes into that. And then you've got indirect costs, which is... You know, traditionally your support staff so engineering management sales supply chain the monthly salaried people the problem is that nowadays a lot of those direct and indirect costs are not as easy to separate out yes if you've got a massive pool of agency and you can switch those on and off it is but a lot of the tradition that the people who work for you are going to be really a, uh, in those buckets of direct cost you can't just say don't come friday i'm not going to pay you 
It don't work that way. Um, so to keep costs under control, you need to monitor the costs and make sure that you, you don't let them run away with you. Keep an eye on them all the time. Keep an eye on things like high absence, because that's going to drive your overtime. Poor outputs, the breakdowns, they're going to make sure you can have overtime. Make sure that you're looking at the, the weekly outputs and looking at where you've got areas where you've got poor performance. No volume in your factory, usually down to poor forecasting and sales. And labour's not utilised. Again, that's where you have people that are not being used when you should do them. And that's where you usually find the uh, people you, you've got in just in case or a lot of your agency. So you need to really put those robust plans, as I've mentioned earlier. Chase those six. You know, what is the problem? When can you get them back into work? Do make sure that you don't automatically cover absence. Uh, help the long-term people to come back. Obviously, you don't want to have them often and feeling the cart return, but make sure that you've got some way of getting it back in there. Poor performance of your machines. You know, don't automatically put in overtime. You know, what's the plan you can do to get out of this situation without the overtime? And then the idea of the breakdowns, what is the plan to get them right? And also, what is the plan to make sure that root cause of the problem is fixed? You know, can you streamline and run faster with the time you've got if you've got the machines running better? And when you've got that underutilisation of labour, which we talk about sales, um, what else can you do? You know, can you do some other uh, work with those people that adds value? Can you offer them unpaid leave? It's surprising how many people come and say, can I leave on a Friday and not get paid because I'd rather get home early and see the family. And that sounds like a good plan as long as you've not got work for them to do. I mean, ideally you want to utilise them to the end of the day, but there is some times where you'll have a point where you've got ahead of yourself and it, it's not something that you're going to sort of do all the time, but why not have a point where you can uh, make the, the, those people go home a bit earlier? It adds a lot of value to their life. Surprising how many hours people do spend at work. And the fact is if they can have a little bit of a, t- a break and finish earlier and it doesn't particularly hit their numbers that as in their wage then then why not you know it's it's not the end of the world if you let people have a little bit of uh, of time back because it's it's funny how much that goes a long way in the future so to wrap it all together Costs is going to be a massive part of any operations or manager's job and role. And you can control the things you can control. There's a list there of stuff that are easily controllable. Um, and, and the fact is that if we do those well and we control them as ops managers, then that makes it so much easier to hit your targets week in, week out, which is obviously what you're there to do. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send me your feedback, because it's a gift, to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all the emails myself, and would love to engage with you on new topics, old topics, or any topic you fancy me to have a go at. Um, and as always, please may, do me a massive favour and rate the show wherever you get your podcasts from, because it does help others find the cast. Right, well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.